General Aviation's Role in Documenting Climate Change in Alaska by Katie Ryder. Alaska is exponentially busier for general aviation in summer months than winter months for obvious reasons. The long days of sunlight provide a longer window to fly. Outdoor tourist attractions include fishing trips to remote lodges, bear viewing, and scenic glacier flights, all requiring an airplane ride. In addition to year-round Alaskan aviators, snowbirds return to enjoy the freedom of flying over a stunning landscape of big rivers, lakes, and mountain ranges. Most travelers visiting Alaska know to pack rain gear in their suitcases. For the summer of 2019, however, record-breaking heat and unprecedented drought created conditions uncharacteristic for south-central Alaska. The impacts of climate change were more obvious than ever for anyone viewing the state from an airplane. The visual impacts of climate change in Alaska are becoming more apparent every year. In south-central Alaska, there are widespread fire scars near Willow from the Sockeye Fire of 2015, as well as the McKinley Fire of 2019. The spruce beetle outbreak has turned the forest from healthy green to a dead rusty brown and continues to challenge power line companies and landowners in clearing dead trees. For anyone who views the landscape from the aerial perspective, the changes have really accelerated in the past five years. General aviation gets to see the changes firsthand from a broader perspective than one may see from a car or tour bus. On July 4, 2019, Anchorage witnessed the thermostat reach 90 degrees Fahrenheit for the first time in recorded history. Shortly after this record, the Chalitna, Talkeetna, and Susitna rivers were near flood stage due to the runoff from melting glaciers. Then came the wildfires. The McKinley Fire attracted national attention and even with lots of outside help, over 50 structures were destroyed. Miraculously, there was no loss of life over the July 4th weekend. Many flight scene companies had to cancel flights due to the smoke-filled air that also challenged those sensitive to respiratory problems. A recent AOPA questionnaire conveyed that the top two concerns for the general aviation pilots were affordability of general aviation and the environment. While general aviation pilots are passionate about maintaining the freedom to fly, they can also play a role in witnessing the changes to the environment. One method of gathering information on weather in Alaska has been FAA webcams. The beginning of the FAA webcams around the state of Alaska was designed to give pilots visual weather information available on cameras. This information is a valuable component of the go or no-go decision for pilots to make before setting out for a destination. The concept all started around the year 2000 when a student of the University of Fairbanks, Alaska formulated his dissertation on how to better inform pilots with real-time weather with the use of on-site cameras. The program started off with about 70 camera sites in which they provide not only visual conditions, but weather data is available as well. The program proved successful. In 2007, the number of camera sites across the state of Alaska increased to 230. The cameras were also placed along well-known routes with common weather interruptions to flights, such as passes or areas prone to fog. The purpose was to improve not only safety, but efficiency as well. Pilots could see the routes and destinations before departing. It made it easy to decide to stay put if the weather observed on the cameras presented real-time conditions of poor visibility or low ceilings. The motto of the FAA weather cams is this. In the old days, go take a look and see if it is good to fly. 
today, take a look before you fly. Today, there are fewer turnaround flights with the help of weather cams. Improved efficiency has been immeasurable with these cameras. They also have been a huge safety tool in a nationwide movement to decrease CFIT, controlled flight into terrain. The weather data from these sites have also become the foundation for weather forecasters and the accumulation of temperatures, dew point, wind, and altimeter settings included in METARs. Also, the information gathered at airports in Alaska and worldwide have provided valuable data used by weather forecasters to see trends and make comparisons. In a conversation with program manager of FAA Weather Camps, Walter Coombs, a new product will be launched in mid-August of 2020 that is called VCAMS, Visual Weather Advisory System. That will provide the whole picture. These will be 360-degree cameras that an observer can pan, tilt, zoom in order to get the whole picture of the area, be it at a destination or en route. Anybody who works for the government knows the feeling of bracing for budget cuts. Thus, the teamwork between the FAA programs and aviation weather forecasting holds an absolute value with fantastic results of teamwork. Among those working together in weather forecasting for pilots are another group of people who rely heavily on the data of all things weather, climatologists. These information-seeking professionals also use data collected from these weather sites for their graphs, maps, and mosaics, which in return help them not only forecast weather, but keep track of climate. Climatologist Brian Bretschneider of University of Alaska Fairbanks utilizes information not only from these weather stations at the airports, he studies the comments and data on PIREPs as well. PIREPs hold a tremendous value to not only pilots who are deciding whether or not to go flying, but also for the study of climate. There has been a nationwide push to encourage more pilots to file PIREPs more frequently. Some areas tend to get more than others, such as the airways over the Atlantic Ocean or just outside of Anchorage. Would more pilots file PIREPs if they knew that they were providing information for climatologists who are looking for trends of the three-dimensional data of PIREPs? Dr. Brettschneider highlights the value of data obtained from both the commercial aviation community that provide aircraft songs as well as the general aviation community providing PIREPs. He says, one of the things that we keep close tabs on are PIREPs. Those are really helpful for getting a feel for the vertical structure of the atmosphere. It's one thing to have a bird's eye view. It's another thing to be at the airfield with a weather station collecting information. To get that sense of what is going on in the third dimension is really helpful. Dr. Brett Schneider says that he'll download the entire list of PIREPs nationwide to take another look at climate. With commercial aviation, the large aircraft are sending temperature, wind, and atmospheric information that is becoming part of a large computer models called aircraft songs. While all of the new technology of measuring climate is fascinating, some of the most valuable tools to educating people on the changes happening to the landscape are photographs. The timeline of the recent photographs of the summer of 2019 are the most shocking. During flights in the Alaska range, the amount of water pooling from melting glacier ice provides a disturbing beauty of the obvious. In Alaska, the glaciers are melting at an unprecedented rate that is startling to scientists who have been studying ice core samples from glaciers in the Alaska range. Eric Osterberg, an associate professor of earth sciences at Dartmouth College, has been studying ice core samples of the Alaska range for over a decade. 
Dr. Osterberg says, there no longer is an argument among scientists if climate change is real. We need to stop arguing about it and start doing something about it, he says. The ice cores prove that glacier melting in recent years is really off the charts. There is nothing like it earlier in the ice core record going back over 1,000 years. Glaciers are one of the harbingers of climate change. In Alaska, they are melting quickly and the aerial evidence is startling. In an excerpt from the Denali National Park information page, glaciers are described as the following. Glaciers are abundant in Alaska. We have over 27,100 glaciers with a surface area of about 86,700 kilometers of ice. Half of Alaska's glacier cover is in parks. Alaska's glaciers are decreasing in an area and volume and are losing 50 gigatons of ice per year, which cause 0.14 millimeter per year sea level rise, contributing 5.5% of the total sea level rise. 5.5% of the total sea level rise doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it is impressive when you consider that Alaska's glaciers are about one half of 1% of all the glacier ice sheet cover on the planet, but are contributing about 9% of total ice melt globally. In other words, they are melting and contributing to sea level rise relatively faster than most other glaciers and ice sheets on the planet. According to Denali National Park Science Studies, the amount of water released by melting glaciers is a startling contributor to the rise of sea levels. As an expert on climate change, Professor Osterberg has been studying ice cores from around the world, including Greenland and on Mount Hunter of Denali National Park. Professor Osterberg explains the value of these ice cores and their ability to detect climate warming. Professor Osterberg explains the value of these ice cores and their ability to detect climate warming. The ice cores show us what climate was like a thousand or in some cases several thousand years back in time. So we are able to put these recent changes into a much longer context and ask, how unusual is this? Our results show that this is really different. We've never warmed this much this quickly before. Professor Osterberg's research along with other earth and climate scientists have made some valuable discoveries in their study of ice cores in the Alaska range. The Journal of Geophysical Research, Atmospheres, published an article in March of 2018 titled, A 400-Year Ice Core Melt Layer Record of Summertime Warming in the Alaska Range. This paper shows how much summertime warming there has been up on Mount Hunter Plateau where the ice cores were extracted. The results are astounding and are described in the following summary. We use ice cores drilled on Mount Hunter in Denali National Park to develop a record of summer temperatures in Alaska that extends 400 years into the past, farther than any other mountain record in the North Pacific region. The ice core record shows that 60 times more snowmelt occurs today than 150 years ago. This corresponds to roughly a 2 degrees Celsius, a 3.5 degrees Fahrenheit, increase in summer temperature, which is faster than summertime warming in Alaska near sea level. We suggest that warming of the tropical Pacific Ocean has contributed to the rapid warming on Mount Hunter by enhancing high-pressure systems over Alaska. Our ice core record indicates that alpine regions surrounding the North Pacific may continue to experience accelerated warming with climate change, threatening the already imperiled glaciers in this area.
In their studies, these researchers have tracked temperatures in the Alaska range at specifically 14,000 feet to demonstrate a 3.5 degree Fahrenheit increase in temperature over the past 400 years based on the information detected in the ice cores. Professor Osterberg adds, we see a 60-fold increase in summer melting happening on the Hunter Plateau today compared to approximately 150 years ago. Alaska had its warmest year on record for the year of 2019, while 2016 was globally the warmest year on record. On that scorching July 4th day last summer of 2019, Denali Base Camp on the Cahiltna Glacier reached a whopping 50 degrees Fahrenheit. More recently, climate change has slowly become a topic of high priority. But is it a comfortable conversation? The answer depends on who is sitting at the table. The more reliable information, the better. Photographs provide an additional value to graphs and charts of climate studies. The bird's eye view of pilots can provide invaluable evidence of the changing landscape that include melting glaciers, beetle kill, wildfires, riverbank, and coastal erosion. All of these visual changes are being exacerbated by climate warming. In discussions of climate change, Dr. Bretschneider has stated that one cannot argue with a photograph. It's hard to argue against a photograph. A photograph is a photograph, he says. It's a monument of time that really can't be disputed. With a popular presence on Twitter, Brian says the more photographs available, the better it is for not only studies, but to educate the general public about climate change. General aviation can provide visual cues of real-time evidence that can supplement scientific data on changes that have taken place. The visual cues are attention grabbers to those who are separated from the landscape of the northern latitudes where the changes are more dramatic. In addition, not everyone is going to get a chance to fly over a glacier and witness it melting under a summer heat wave firsthand. Yet aerial photographs of the glaciers undergoing rapid change are a valuable educational resource. Whether you are an aviator, a weather forecaster, a climatologist, or a photographer, the roles of these groups can combine their various levels of expertise and eyes above the ground in the study of climate change. In addition, the collection of weather data that has been important for the safety of pilots can also play a bigger role in the study of climate. With all of us working together, collecting data and sharing information, we can find solutions to adapt and respond to global changes with greater efficiency. Thank you for listening. This is Katie Ryder.